Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. <laughs> okay, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Closet. Okay, so for everyone listening, Emma and I record in bulk because our schedules are so crazy. So we recorded in bulk. When did we, when did we record It was a last? little while ago. It was before the holidays. So no, It would have been late November. Late November. So happy holidays. I'm sure I said that on, I'm sure we said that on the episode before, but happy holidays. But now it's January 8th. So the holidays are over. So there's no more happy holidays. Were there holidays to begin with this year? In a way, in a weird, blurred, fucked up. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk about it. it. Doesn't it really? It feels like the fucking Twilight Zone. It just is so. Well, where do we? Okay, who wants to start first? I just you go first because the last time I saw you, your plans were going to Chicago. You could get yourself a hotel room, mm-hmm. and you were gonna stay at a hotel and give yourself a break and get the booster there, and then you were gonna. Be in Chicago, and then you're going to go to Hawaii. And then we didn't talk for a little bit. Like, then there was holidays, and then I messaged you, and then you said you did not go to Hawaii or Chicago. (laughs) That sucks. So Nicole Byer had gotten this really beautiful place in Hawaii and invited close friends and said, you know, let's do this for New Year's. Yeah. And and we've been planning for months i mean there was like maybe 10 of us or eight of us on an email chain it's a big trip especially going from new york it's like far away big trip and i paid a lot of money for that ticket and yeah delta doesn't give you the money back they only give you credit right which which also pissed me off. yeah but, but, but like come on so um there were, we were planning everything like snorkel lessons this day surfing this day and we we're all looking forward to it we're all on tour nicole had just finished taping a tv sh- three tv shows and i then know she... her face pops up i her face just popped up when i was on a flight and i she popped up on my screen which is always actually thrilling always thrilling. when you see someone you know on an airplane screen there's something about it that seems even more like oh my god we're right. in the sky together but then everything yeah just it just Everyone got co- everyone in New York City got COVID. Fuck everyone in New York, and I'm sure I had it. I wait. I must have waited too long because I remember I was in Kentucky, and I came back and I was just feeling fatigue. Right. But at that time, when you think of COVID, it was like you can't smell or taste. Right. Can't you, taste. Uh, That's what I always think of. All that stuff, and I'm like, well, I just feel kind of fatigued and a runny nose. So this is just a cold. And then every single human being around me got COVID. Damn. Everyone. When was this? this would have been. This would have been December like fifteenth, because okay. I was supposed to go do like a mini tour with Fortune. Right. The last leg of her tour, I was going to open for. We we're going to do a whole Christmas show in Chicago and sing Christmas music. And, and then I, you would have stayed in Chicago. And then I would. Got, got it. Right. Then I was so going to stay in Chicago. It must have been December fifteenth ish because I left New York. I left New York. I think on the thirteenth, and then from Boston, I started seeing in the news like. New York's exploding. Did you have this Omicron? No, and I also didn't. This is the thing too. I didn't know if it was true what they were saying about New York because I remember when they were like posting the news, like it's it's mayhem. And then when I was here, I was like, it wasn't when talking about like they'd be like, it's looting in the street. This is maybe last. I forget when it was, but I was just seeing like on the a news. Month, like a month ago. This Well, this was like way back, way, way, way oh, back. And I was like, right. oh, I don't know if I trust the news' depiction of what's happening. So then when I wasn't here, I didn't know what it was actually like. So it was like, it really was like they were saying. like Well, was- it just, first of all, when everyone went and got tested, I remember right. the day it was like, well, I should go get tested. Because I get tested pretty, we have to get tested pretty right. often. So I went and I waited three and a half hours in line. And that sucks because... It's waiting sucks, but also it but why, wasn't like that. It, but why in New York City were they not ready? 
Why yeah. in New York City after two years of the right. fucking pandemic right. were they not like, you want to get tested? Go to Dunkin' Donuts and get tested. Right. It's like we're still sc- like scavenging and, right. and scrapping for right. tests. Right. Like It's fucking, <laughs> it's not true. to sound real pompous, but we're in New York City. Right, right. The most famous city in the world. Yeah, you we're think, in a first world country. You would think some like ambitious hustler like had it like like down like no 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 like you get the you get the ringtone and then it you just get shows the, that yeah. no one knows anything that's what i've been saying ever since Literally. i was born yes no one there's any professional doesn't know what the only people that know what they're doing are people scamming you those are the only people mm, that's a good that thing that's know. funny and is it yeah i'm making a joke i think that's funny <laughs> I, it's one of those things where it's like it's it's too, it's so real that you're like shit because it's like it reminds me of like the times i knew every Everything on my license was when I was using it as a fake ID. Yeah, right. I knew fucking what street are you on? This street, which is next to this street, and I was born on this day, which is this day. It's like fuck. I mean, obviously, I know my birthday uh, yeah. regardless, but yeah. So you wait three hours to get tested. I wait three hours, and I actually cut the line because I heard the ladies working there speaking Spanish, Ooh. and so when they would bring us up, they would ask us about our insurance and all this other stuff, and it was this whole long line of questions. And so when she brought me up. I knew that if I gave her my insurance, they'd have to submit it. But if I right. didn't, then I would be, I'd be, I, I would go sooner. Expedited, yeah. So the second I walk up there, she asked me, she's like, "Okay, sir, like, what's your insurance?" And I flipped into Spanish, and I was like, "Look, I don't even care. I just need to pay so I can get out of here. Right. I can't wait any longer." Right. And then she started laughing. She's like, oh, are you Italian? Because I'm my accent. Right. And oh. I was like, yeah. And then she started speaking Italian to oh, me. Oh, shit. And she was laughing because she's like, I'm learning Italian right now. So then we're like up there like giggling right. like two schoolgirls in and Spanish everyone in and line's Italian. like, this motherfucker's about to cut the line. I did. She yeah. handed me the, wow. the paper and I was next. Wow. And then I, then I thought it was even funnier because the, 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 the doctor was who was they have to do, like do a brief interview with you before you get tested and she goes what do you do for work and i said i'm a comedian and she goes she looked at me so serious and i just and of course it made me laugh and i know she meant it she goes thank you for keeping us laughing during such dark times <laughs> and i was like no problem lady yeah <laughs> i was like i was like kind of like that pagliacci like who's making pagliacci laugh so the test results came back negative, but Great. I think at that point I had waited too long. I think Omicron mm. went in and out of me because mm. I was exposed by like a hundred people. I had 15 people text me. I have COVID. I have COVID. Yeah. I have COVID. I have COVID. So I went into quarantine mode. I canceled my tour dates with Fortune because I wasn't feeling well. And I just canceled all my shows at the cellar. And I, I then I was like, well, now I have to figure out Chicago. So I canceled my hotel in Chicago. Changed, wow. Changed my date to come home later. And then that started a whole thing because there's fucking like 50 family members of mine. Mm. And so everyone started getting COVID or not oh. wanting to get tested and all this other stuff. So I was like, and, and then I was even texting my sister. I was like, I'm sorry I'm not coming to Chicago. And she was like, no, I get it. The last place in the world I would want to be right now is an airport. Right. Like the day before Christmas flying in a fucking airport. Yeah. And then I had to talk to Sashir and Nicole and we were like, if one of us gets COVID after all performing and going and seeing right. Christmas and then going to Hawaii, none of us can afford to stay 10 days isolated in Hawaii past right. our due date. Where are we going to get a hotel? Where are we going to isolate? How? What if we don't come back negative in time? And we can't fly back and people have to be back for work. So Nicole's like, I'll just bite the bullet. We got to cancel this that sucks so then i just stayed home for three weeks like christmas alone kind of sucks did you zoom with family or like facetime i mean i called like you know my grandparents and stuff but like it sucks that sucks that's tough yeah yeah and was it freezing cold because right now new york is so 
It's like, I feel like this is like what the devil's butthole is like. You would think the devil's butthole would be hot, but then you get in there for whatever fucking reason. You're like, oh, it's cold as New York is on this day right it now. It is the devil's asshole. We're it's in the fucking, colon of the devil. It's so, it's shockingly cold. Was it cold like this? Not this bad. I did end up going to Miami just for a couple days right. because my friend Sean and Jamie were like, Mateo, you cannot stay in New York isolated any longer. Like, we have a hotel we have an Airbnb. Sean's from Miami. Great. He's like, we're not going out. We're not drinking. We're making dinner every night and laying out by a pool. So I went for a couple days incognito. I was like, I'm just going to go for myself. I couldn't sure. go to Hawaii. I couldn't see my family. I couldn't do anything. So I went. It was nice. I, I laid out by the pool. And then we would make dinner or go out to dinner or whatever. I don't, you know me, I don't party and right. do drugs and stuff. So um, it ended up being... Nice. Just being in the warmth is really, really nice. Yeah. It's really, because so I went to, I was here and then I went to Boston and this is like, it's like Omnicrom is bubbling, but it wasn't like, so my uncle, my special uncle got moved to, uh, he was moved to like a retirement home for other special people, but then... But then the poor man, because he's special needs, it's harder for him to communicate if he has a physical ailment. So he, it's a little bit like everyone is, it's a little, he was walking with a lean for like years and everyone just got used to it. Like literally he would be like leaning really hard to the left and everyone was like, Zeke, like, and then we'd kind of like correct him and then he would lean back. But he gets regular checkups. So there's no reason we would have thought someone would have caught something. I guess he had had Lyme disease for a while. Which oh no, was really bad. And then so he had to go. The poor guy had to go into it. He had to get ne- sp- surgery. Then he had to be in a neck brace for. It was supposed to be six weeks, and it was way longer. So it's like one of those like 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 a brace on your neck, and it's trying to correct because he had been. And I knew it. I was like, he is. He literally he leans like. And then every picture of him, he's like leaning so far over. I guess it was like doing something that was bones and his balance so then he got moved to a different unit so we're trying to have a family member go see him every single day so because they're so understaffed where he is that it's kind of like checking in so then they know to send a physical therapist up there so i went to boston early i shouldn't complain now after that story well actually (laughs) to tell you the truth he's actually really happy because he used to not be in a room where he gets to watch tv whenever he wants so when you go to visit him, he just wants to watch TV, but you're supposed to like help him do his physical. I know it sounds weird. He's actually really happy. So it's, but but because of that, you have to be so careful of COVID when you go in. You have to get like, you have to get tested, and then you have to get like like I'm gonna go visit him this weekend, and I, he actually got COVID. So you're still allowed to go visit him, but you have to wear like a hazmat suit. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to walk into the like the wing for the special needs unit in the hazmat suit, but I guess they're used to it. Um, so, but like I was in Boston extra time and then I went from Boston to, I went from Boston to Mexico city. Oh my God. That's and it right, was awesome. I was texting you when you were in Mexico city. Yeah, it was awesome. I want to go so badly. But I flew badly. on Christmas day and the airports in the States were mm, pretty busy, like not, nothing crazy, but the airport going, if you get a ticket leaving from like in, you fly into Los Angeles and you cross the border on foot in like this like airport thing and then there's like you fly a mexican airline from i guess tijuana to mexico city or something but that was chaos well what that was, was fucking nuts what was mexico city like well first so first we flew getting through that airport was tricky because because we, we were supposed to go with my girlfriend you're with your girlfriend yeah and her family and her dad speaks fluent spanish so but then he got 
the flu. He didn't end up getting COVID, so he didn't go with us. So we were trying to get through the airport and none of us speak fluent Spanish. So that makes it hard. You want to speak Spanish if you go to the airport that we went to. When I was in the, the airport getting out of Cancun when I was doing that festival. Yeah. Let me tell you something. When you're stuck with a bunch of like, my name's darling. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I spoke Spanish yeah. with my friend. It was so confusing. You had like, yeah. I had my ticket on my phone, but you had to go get your ticket printed, then go wait in another line, then have yes, this one from yes, Delta yes, sign it, then go yes. back. None of it made any right. sense. It was crazy. None of it. Yep. So it's as if the airport was like, what can we do to make it harder? Not just for the people coming in, right. but also ourselves. Right. So after we went through all this, we were going to miss our flight. I ran. Oh, up we to almost the, missed ours. Yeah. Yeah. I ran up to everyone in Mexico is almost missing a flight. Right. So I ran up to the guy who was working there and I was like, you know, I scre- I, I, I was like in Spanish so quickly. I was like, sir, we are late. We It was a whole problem. We just, and he like opened the wheelchair accessibility line and Ooh, we ran straight through. And I was nice. like, thank you, my Mexican, you know, spirit an- ancestors looking over me. Cause like we got through, made it, we barely made our flight. That was ours too. We had that, we kept like cutting lines and like Lexi was like piecing things together to like get it so we could cut the line. I felt bad cutting the line. And then, I was like waiting while she was trying to like negotiate with someone and there was this woman in line and she looked at me and she looks at her daughter and then she looks at me, looks at her daughter and she was like, and I was like, at this point I was only, I think I was the only white person in line and I'm like a real fucking pale. So she looks at her daughter, looks down and looks at me and then she's like, no, she literally just goes right to it. She's like, you need so much sunscreen. And I was like, I know. And she's like, like a lot. She's like, I don't know what your plans are. And I was like, I'm going to Oaxaca. She was like, ah. She was like, how much sunscreen is in that suitcase? And I was like, a lot. And she was like, you're going to wear it on your head. You need a hat. And then she was like looking at her daughter and like pointing at me. And she was like, this is someone who is very pale, like burning, burning. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And then Lexi was like, what are you doing? Because I was like holding up the line. And I was like, I didn't want to cut off the sunscreen conversation. And they were like, come on. And then while I'm like running towards it, the woman's like, I swear to God, she said, you're very pale as I was like running. And I was like, I know. Sorry. And then we got to, we went to Oaxaca. So that's like a town or a city outside of Mexico City by, I think it's like an hour and a half out on a flight. Really pretty, beautiful. We went to a meat market Mm -hmm. and it was, it was interesting because they're not used to seeing my hair there. It's a very like way less tourist there. There's like tourists from Mexico there go there, but there's not a lot of like tourists from the States or Canada. The infrastructure is, it's like very colonial. So while I was at this the meat market, which sounds like a gay bar, but, I was gonna say the meat yeah. market is actually a place in Fire Island. Yeah, it's it's where people, we, it's we like took the a meat market's in the. I'm not making this up. Oh, is it's, it? Oh. Yeah, it's like the meat the the meat rack or meat market or something where yeah. like you meet up in a forest and hook sure. up. and Yeah, it's tr- totally sounds like, but there it's like lit- it's this market where there's all of these different meats and you go in and you get your meats and then you go somewhere else and get your sauces and then you get your utensils and they like bring it over to you. But in the meat market while I was walking in, I felt this like gripping on my hair, but it was really light. felt like a kind of a soft kid's hand like gripping. But I was like, and so I stopped and I like, turned around and then there was this woman. And in Oaxaca, their women are, most of the people are Mayans. They're much, I was looked tall there. Someone had reached up and grabbed my hair and then they were like all, her and these three women were like giggling and like laughing and like pointing at my hair. Not me and just like, oh my God. And then when I whipped around, they were like, <gasps> and I was like, no, it's okay. It's okay. And I was trying to say like, it's okay. And Spanish because I was like it's uh, Está bien. yeah and I actually picked up Spanish by the end of it oh let's hear I mean Spanish. not like picked up let's say that like truly like 
the basics of like El, you know ordering coffee dimed, dimed. El Cafe Negro no yellow or uh, gracias I said a lot of gracias uh, por, por gracias gracias ordered a cake in Spanish because it was Lexi's birthday so I went and like wanted to get a cake to surprise on um, New Year's Eve but the thing that's so amazing is when you're in a place and everybody is speaking the language it's so much more efficient than I never learned any Spanish in school but when you're there and it's like by necessity and someone's just like looking at it's kind of like performing on stage where it's like when people are looking at you you're like i need to come up with something quick <laughs> and make it work well that's survival skills that's exactly. like exactly yeah. and you're like i need to communicate i that's need why to I tell people when you want to learn another language surround yourself by people who speak yeah. that language not by duolingo right because it truly and it's like the speed at which people are speak like pe- we talk fucking fast i know but i talk to other latinos and they always say that mexicans speak really quickly and i disagree i always think mexicans speak very like oh well, i maybe, think of like americans speaking quick or at least new yorkers i guess new yorkers speak quickly um but like i well the only Sp- the, Sp- the spanish i understand the best is mexican spanish right um so yeah, I mean, I have a hard time with like when I was in, I actually was in a Uber in Miami with my friend Sean, and Sean's Cuban, and the Uber driver was Cuban, so he didn't speak any English. This is so. probably a lot of Spanish in Miami. Everyone, right? yeah, I yeah. spoke Spanish yeah. like the whole week. That's great. So we were talking about um, the differences and stuff like that, and then at one point I said um, "coche," which is how I thought you're supposed to say "car," and they yeah. were like, "It's carro." And I was like, oh, I thought it was coche. And both of them, they're both Cuban. They're like, nope, 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 no coche, just carro. <laughs> and then I like texted my friend Felicia and I was like, how do you say car in Spanish? And she's like, you can say coche or carro. And I was like, so you can't say coche. Right. So we were all laughing because it was just like how different all the Spanish is. Totally. Are. And me trying to really understand Cuban Spanish is very difficult so you know and I, I always joke i'm like oh i i speak like an italian mexican do they do the tenses where you have to give gender like you have to make like gender all, ro- the, oh, they do. all romance well it's not the tenses it's the it's the it's the words so it's the nouns right that are given so what happens if someone is like doesn't identify as either gender in those languages well i think you can like an italian they would say loro which is them so uh, it would be like, the it, same thing or lo or like you know it right it was like referring to like from a third party or whatever right but it doesn't always translate the same way so i actually would have to ask someone yeah i wonder because i mean in other words like like um you know i i don't know uh la testa is just the head you're not saying it's a female head it's just feminine they use feminine masculine but not that way it's like Mm. it's completely a part of the language it's not gender gender maybe it i don't know maybe it's not gendered in the way of like the head is always female. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you even for a man you would say suotesta, like his head. Hmm. But it still ends in an A, so that means it's feminine. I was calling dollars. I thought it dollars were for some fucking reason I thought it was Dolores, which is it's not. What is it? Dollars? Um, Denero. Yeah. So I was saying Dolores, so it sounded like I was talking to a human being named Dolores. <laughs> Maybe Dolores. That's what I was going for, but I was like Dolores. And I felt so uncomfortable ordering coffee because I like to drink black coffee with no ice and I was dying because you have to I don't even want to say it on here you know what I have to say yeah 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 Yeah, it's uncomfortable and then like it was like and then (sighs) the word for black yeah it's like Like really black coffee but I don't even know if they would say black coffee like that well, I, would, right? I would say um so th- so i would do lots of excuse me's ex- you could say you quiero café sin leche sin azúcar like without sugar and without milk that was not what i was saying but I, next time i go i want so 
I actually got like a I, I got a book on Spanish towards the end of it because I was like I, w- I wanted to learn more stuff because the cake ordering expedition I was by myself with Lexi's cousin who doesn't speak Spanish either. Right. So we were like I found this. No, time- Lexi never learned how. To- they speak some Spanish, but like very like like just I mean right very basic I mean, rudimentary. I also speak like really. I'm like Italian. It was Spanish. inspiring. It was really, really inspiring, though. Also, like for me, like because language was something I always thought I'd have such a hard time with, and I did learning it traditionally, like a language, like because like conjugating verbs in Spanish, I was like, fuck. But in real time, you're not thinking I'm conjugating this verb. You're just look, thinking like, but also, I'm at like, Zara. I need to buy. Well, I want to buy stuff and return something. And also, if you're gonna learn a language, like especially like Spanish, you don't have to learn how to conjugate everything. You could just say like. Yo como, like right. I eat, you know, right. like yo quiero like comer, English. como, right. como, I eat, I eat. Like it doesn't have to be so, you could kind of speak rudimentary, rudimentary, what's the word, uh, at first. Right. But um, People appreciate the effort, because I would say, por favor, gracias, or uh, el café negro, um, yellow. And then they'd be like, hmm? and I was like. <laughs> yellow? That's supposed to mean, no, no yellow. Doesn't that mean no ice? Oh, you just. You could say, you quiero un café caliente, por favor. I want a coffee hot. Okay. Sin leche. And then I was trying to ask the woman who, when I got the cake, she like walked with me over to the bakery. And it was it was like, we were communicating through an app. So I would mm. write something and then it would translate it. And then she would write something and translate it. And I was trying to ask, I, I was going to order a coffee and I was going to ask if she wanted one. But You're, I love that about you, Emma. That it's such an Emma thing. So we to were do. there, and I was like, I like, I like about saying that I'm going to order it, and then I was trying to tell her I was, but there was a miscommunication, and it, she thought that I was asking her to order and buy me this coffee, and it was mortifying because she like looked kind of concerned, and I was like, if you don't want one, like no, 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 and then she was like, oh. and then she ordered it, and I was like, no, I meant for. I would order it and then get you one. And you say you quiero un café. Tú quieres un café. Yo puedo pagar, uh, comprar un café para ti. It's more advanced, than where I <laughs> which got. is still wrong. What I'm saying, it's like you some, would be a some giant Italian. in Oaxaca, though, because the the Mayan people are very short. Well, you know, it's funny when I tell like last time I was in Mexico when I would ever I was talking to some of the employees at the hotel and they're like, oh, like. You know, your name is Mateo. And I'm like, yes, I, my grandpa is Mexican. Like, and they're, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, Guanajuato. And then there was a lady who's like, oh my God, I'm from Guanajuato. Mm. Like, they ever, they get, whenever you talk to Mexicans, especially local Mexicans, uh, you know, around, like, if I would, wherever I was, like, they get excited that, like, you're not just some dumb tourist coming in, like, totally. trying to make a connection and be like, right. Yeah, I'm actually connected to your culture. But also, speaking languages, that's what I love about languages is that you're immediately, you're immediately, in totally it's like a secret club and then suddenly you're in totally just speaking spanish like boom right broken down people become people you know like absolutely because if you like sometimes i'd walk in at my hotel and uh if the maid was finishing cleaning i don't want to assume they don't speak english so i would say oh hi like you know right i I, I walked in it's like oh how, how much how much more time left and then she goes good thanks Right, 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 and then, right. But she's also like, oh, God, right. I don't speak Fuck. English. Yeah, and then yeah. I immediately flip. I'm like, oh, you put it regresar in right. 10, 15 minutos. And she's like, then like a shift. <sighs> and she's like, oh, no, 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 no. Right, right. Get. Like, you right. know, it's like, it's cool to just like immediately. I, it's cool. It's so cool. Yeah, I was really inspired by it. And I was like, I think if I spent like 
probably like three months just really immersed in it especially mexico city because people flip between english and spanish i was like this is and the food in mexico city was so good yeah, mexican food is oh like my the god best. They, the food is so good and the conversion rate like you could go to like a really fancy <laughs> i restaurant. want everyone to know this is why i love emma my midtown businessman is yeah. that when i was like how's mexico city her immediate well re- except also like i'm so fucking bad with money so it's a, a little well, ironic no, but but it just love that you're the first thing you say is they can great the convert the conversion for money it was that wasn't the first thing i said <laughs> we were in it a little bit but this is one of the one of the points of it is like you can get you could go to like the fanciest restaurant and it'd be like 13 dollars american yeah which People is are awesome. surprised by Italy. Like a bowl of a pasta that would cost thirty dollars here is six euro. Isn't it insane that you to have ever have to pay thirty dollars for anything? Well, that's, that's I make my own pasta. Right, right, right. That's ridiculous. But it's true. You go even in. I was in St. Paul, Minneapolis, and I was like, oh, I bet the going out to eat will be really inexpensive here. No, really? Yeah, not really. No, but it was really it was good. I loved St. Paul. Was I? Did I do St. Paul since the last time I was here? I love St. Paul, Minneapolis. I liked it even more than Minneapolis. It's just. It was freezing cold, but it was just so small and cute, and the people were so nice. I had an interesting time when I was in Kentucky. We haven't spoke since then. Yeah, I've never been to Kentucky. Well, um, yeah. When I went to Kentucky, um, uh, most of my audience was pretty queer, but oh then, wow! But it was small crowds, just because I don't, you know, I don't think anyone knows who I am. I wonder there, but... if Omnicrom is affecting. Do you think Omnicrom is affecting people wanting to go out in places like Kentucky too? Well, this is before Omnicrom. Okay, all right. So I mean, I'm sure it was happening, but it was before like the spike. We'll sure, say. sure. But I had a few shows where people walked out because I was gay. God damn and, this! And, and one table was interesting to me. It was three. That's so crazy. It was three couples, right? And it was uh, three guys, three women. And when I started talking about being gay, two of the guys got up, went out, and they stayed at the bar for the rest of the show. They wouldn't come back in. I don't want to catch it. But the one guy I loved, he sat there, didn't really laugh that hard, but just was like examining me like I was a National Geographic special, but stayed there the whole time to hear my act. And I got him to laugh a bunch of times towards the end. And I thought like, Okay, I know people, especially like very liberal people, will get mad and say "fuck you" and this and that. And I'm, but I, to me, I was like, I don't know this guy's life. Sure, I don't know where he's from, and I do not know how many gay people he's ever met. Right. But his other friends made it very clear they weren't comfortable. Wow. And against their best efforts, he sat there and watched the whole show. Wow. And ended up laughing. And then I started thinking about my. Did he act. sit there by himself? No, he was with his girlfriend oh, good, and, good. and the two other girls. Right. But um. So the guys got up and left their girlfriends there, mm-hmm. and they must have gone and fucked each other because they were like, "Oh no, he's gonna say something." And then our girlfriends are gonna piece it together that no, we're gay. They stayed at the bar. I could. God you could damn. See. They, they went. They left and went out at the bar the whole time. Wow. I hope. I, I mean, I know this is like so petty, but like. Wouldn't it be kind of interesting if like a gay person was at a show and walked out because the person was straight? I could see it. I could see it too. It's it's probably it's happened before. It's happened again. What well, yeah. was so fun? Yeah, I could definitely I could see it. I think what I love about TikTok, by the way, because I just joined TikTok. Yes. Everybody is I care less about the comments. This one person. Um, wrote to me today and I commented back. They were like, I've tried really hard to like you, Mateo, but it's, it's too hard because of your. He goes. As a gay man, all you do is all he goes. As a gay man, you're just, um, you're just a stereotypes gay man, 
and uh, something else. And I wrote back, I'm like, you meant stereotypical. That's what mm. I wrote. And then this one girl about my Indiana joke, she was like, joke's on you. There are no Sonics in Indiana. They're in Southport. And I wrote back, so do you have to go to Southport to have a sense of humor too? Hey! I was like, I don't care on TikTok as much as I care on Instagram. Of like, course, because people, your like, friends and family aren't seeing it and then being like, oh, you're... Actually, that's a good point because on TikTok, I have commented back on things that I'm like, I would never do this on Instagram because I wouldn't want people seeing that I just told someone to go fuck off. I don't care anymore. I mean, yeah. and also, it kind of helps the algorithm. It does. I had a I had a video where people were getting in a fight on the. It was about Dr. Seuss, and then on TikTok, people started fighting about cancel culture in the comments. And at first, I was like, about to. I was like, whoa, 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 like guys, like, huh? And then I just it bumped the entire clip up. But people were the. It's so interesting to seeing the real time feedback of some people's thoughts because when you do stand up live, it's like. The audience laughs or they don't laugh. Like the interactions are very like we can't literally read what people are thinking right after a set. But when you post something, then you can read some of the what people are thinking. And it's I'd say but the, most... di- the difference is consumption. So right. when people are at a comedy show, they're watching you for an hour. So sure, for an hour, sure. they're able context. their context and they're able to empathize with right. you because at that point you've talked about yourself and others and there's a trust. So they know when you go into darker material, they know where your heart lies. Sure. So they know what your intentions are. When they're consuming things with, after before they've seen your video, they've seen 50 other videos. Right. And suddenly you show up and you're doing stand-up and it's 30 seconds and then they're like, I don't agree with this. It's like, well, this is not, this is unfortunately not the best way to digest this medium. Sure. So you kind of have to go into with the mentality when you watch stand-up clips, you have to go in with the mentality that this is 30 seconds pulled from an entire hour's worth of one's show. To do to con- contextualize it for people on TikTok, I'll sometimes like write a thing like what it I'll like add in something in text. Just really you don't add too much text, but I'll just add in like mm. you know, and then leave it up there the whole time so it's not just the title. So it'd be like interracial breakup and then just like have it up there the whole time or my favorite thing you ever did was when you went off on that guy at the comedy cellar that clip did not do that well on tiktok and i know now why it did okay on tiktok but the re it didn't because it was it was too long for it was too long for tiktok tick like my best tiktoks are usually between. are you following me by the way i'm following i'm following you are usually between like nine and eleven seconds i would say but the thing too with people arguing on it is it's interesting seeing where people like you could post a clip being like talking about Betty White's passing and then people could start arguing about pedophilia in the comments. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? Which, you know... It, Which is kind of funny. It is kind of funny. And you're like, how in the all holy hell? Oh, yeah, so that TikTok clip with me, the heckler. Sometimes TikTok takes the sound down. If it's if they think it's like, I don't know, offensive, then they'll take the sound down. Did you Which, leave the swears in? I bleeped the swears out. I think I did leave them in on that one. But it's interesting, too, because then, like, my algorithm now, it will, and I hadn't watched TikTok in, like, a week, and then I went on it last night, and my algorithm will, it's the same as it was, except for, like, every 50 TikToks, it's someone telling this, like, heart-wrenching story about being molested, and then I'll be like, oh, my God, and then the next one will be a pimple popper. And I'm like, your brain's not supposed to switch gears that fast. No, that's the problem with everyone today is that we know too much and we know like – it, it's just like like you said it's like this and my brain will move like I like the fast moving but then when you throw in the molestation stuff then I'm like oh my god like there's this guy who is telling this like heart wrenching story about being adopted and his his adopted mother abusing him this is and, on TikTok yes and he's in my feed and he posts constantly which good for him more power to him but 
it's like, and it's like, I'm not gonna unfollow him. Like, what the fuck? I don't know how to handle that. Well, you so, also are allowed to not. Maybe I will. I don't know. I. But you're allowed him. to navigate your of own course. mental health. So sure. if, if that's something someone can handle, great. If it's something that you're not emotionally able to handle this moment, and you can unfollow them. It's interesting following him too because it's like generally about his, the trial and what he's going through but then sometimes he'll be like eating a burrito and I'm like but like it's like I don't know when it's gonna drop the uh, molestation story and you're like, so like it's like an untrustworthy Jesus account Jesus Christ yeah, yeah totally totally and then it, so I he, he's been popping up a lot and then also when that pops up then I go to the rest of their page to be like Wait, what's going on? And then you know, I'm down a rabbit, down a rabbit hole. To, that, but. to save myself from any kind of mental health and to keep it, keep it business, I don't look at the explore page and I don't look at the other page. I just look at ah. my, I just look at when I post and commenting back and forth with people on my posts. So kind of narcissistic, but I can't spend hours staring at people's videos. So so I'll do the explore page only when I'll do it because I like doing it. But I'll, I'll try to set like a time cap. But also because for a while I was hopping on trends so if i'm like so sick of ed i've got such a back pile of stand-up footage i'm so sick of going through it because even if i send it to an editor i'll like oh I, I do edit it myself which helps i even if i send it to an editor i'll still time code it and basically be like pull this pull that and then editing myself i'm like i'll get so sick i've just edited so many fucking clips at this point so then i'll be like i'll just hop on a trend and then i go to the page and i did one the other day and it was like I hadn't done one in a long, long time. What was the trend? Just some, it was like, it was some background where the someone was saying, I got to put me first. I got to put me first. And so I just did one to that. All right, but, let me see. Uh, all right. I mean, it's like, here it is. So the trend is people saying, doing something stupid where they have to put themselves first. So I just did it like me taking toilet paper when it's, it's the family says it's down. But like that took like two seconds to make. You know what I mean? That's not true. I spent an hour recording it. But it's dumb. But I saw that because it was popping up in my feed that it was trending. So then when people search that trend, then you pop up. So you guys are getting a TikTok lesson you didn't even know you needed. And you don't. And you better work. 333,000 followers. It's, you know, it grows. But it like, I noticed a difference. Like when I was posting three times a day, it was growing like exponentially. And then now I'm like, I can't necessarily keep that. I can't keep that can't keep going i've got a buddy andrew chavone he's posting a lot and he let's see his his he, but he has like a little way of doing yeah he's good for him there we go all right we are back would you give me an update on health and fitness stuff yeah, I I'm like kind of in limbo because I was trying to <laughs> I was trying to bulk up, but the problem is bulking's it, really hard. It's really hard and I'm traveling so much that yeah. it was almost impossible for me to keep on my coach's schedule. Right. And I ended up feeling worse about myself because I totally. wasn't able to keep up on it and then I just for, sort of feel in limbo. Anyway, so I Bulking's really hard and that's something I wouldn't have known until I was reading about this stuff cuz I used to be like, I would be like, "Oh, that's awesome. You just get to eat more." No, no, no. It's like you have, it's it's not like just like sitting in a, it that'd be like when I did keto and I just ate 50 hamburgers one day and then was like fuck keto. So that's not doing keto. And bulking is you have to eat a bunch at a certain times, you have to monitor everything a lot. You have to really be on top of your working out because you're trying to have excess calories that turn into muscle. And then if you it's just it's t I've never so tried I, to do it. But. I think I'm gonna tell my coach we have a meeting tomorrow and I think I'm gonna say, All right, 
I don't think it's feasible for me to bulk and have this huge. Bu- I don't. It's not possible. What was the bulk goal? Like how so, much muscle were you trying to gain? I just wanted to get to at least one sixty five, one sixty six, but I'm just hovering at one fifty nine. You're and you are muscular. Like my friend who's a bodybuilder. When I showed him your picture, he was like that. He was like, I think he's like that's bigger than I could get. If what? I what? I'm not that big. He said that's bigger than I could get if I wasn't taking steroids got it so he was like he he because he was like my natural body and he's like extremely much he's huge but he was like my natural body is more of like a runner's build he's like so like i worked as hard as i could and i got like almost to where your friend is and he was like but that's more than i was able to yeah, get to this, naturally so this, i can't unless i started doing steroids i can't get that much bigger yeah. but i'm gonna talk to my coach tomorrow and we have a meeting and i'm gonna say I think I'd like to maintain and just sort of look more shredded. Sure. And focus on something more realistic just because as I start to travel again, because I go back on tour, yeah. I'm not going to be able to eat six meals a day. Right. I just can't, you can't. do it. It's and- also like on travel days, like now I'm like, okay, if I can't get my steps in, if I'm like traveling and getting to a place, like then I can't spend like two hours like also, I'm not naturally walking around, so I can't spend two hours walking. Like I can go to the gym for maybe half an hour, maybe, but it's like, I can't if I'm going to do that, but then also try to get healthy food. I've like stopped. Like I'll be like, I'll do the best I can. But I but the fucking problem for me is Mm. now I don't feel as good because so I'm like, well, shit. It's hard. It's hard to main. It's hard. I don't feel as good at all. And I went in for an I hadn't done an assessment, like a physical assessment. And I went in and did one yesterday. Right. And it was like, yeah, my body composition had totally had not totally changed, but it had changed. And I was like. Shit, and he was like, "Oh, what do you th- what do you attribute this to?" And I was like, "Well, I s- had been like pre-planning things out, and I stopped, and then I stopped drinking water, and I I was like, I did start prioritizing sleep." And he was like, "That's good," and I was like, "Yeah." Well, I think be- <laughs> I think if I was doing it, it's hard for anybody to maintain whatever right. they're looking for. Yeah. Anyway, so but I I think for me, it's like I is bulking harder than cutting. Yeah, you just you have think? to eat all the time. Oh, sounds amazing. No, it's not I know. like that. It's not like I'm eating pasta Fun. and lasagna. Yeah. I'm eating rice and chicken. Chicken, chicken, chicken. Hey, lots of chicken, Zac bland Efron, chicken. Yes, he bland. is a great he, And Zach, I'm pretty sure, did steroids when it came to his, uh, when he was doing um, Baywatch. Yes, I mean, that, that, he looked like it. He, but he had an interview, I think it was on Jimmy Kimmel, where he was talking about chicken. He was like, it's, he's like, I. he was talking about Spo- this is about trigger warning. Gross. About to say something gross. Putting chicken in a blender and trying to f- drink. That's it. what Joel Kim Booster did. Yeah, I remember Joel Kim Booster because I mean, when he was starting to work out a couple years ago, I remember him saying, "Chicken um, in a blender." Yeah, he was like, "I'm gonna." Uh, he was like, "I just, I just blend it in a, in a blender." And I'm like, "Oh my god, Joel!" And he was like, "I don't care," but I thought, yeah, with I, water. I don't know. I don't remember. I just, I just am also kind of like tired. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. I'll look as good as I can, and that's that. Yeah, I mean, you look ama- You look absolutely amazing. Thanks. I mean, and bulking is like, I don't, when I went in, so I, I got a couple training sessions, and I was like, all right, what do we, how should, I was like, I want to, like, relearn just some, like, moves and get more back on track. And he was like, okay. Because I'll well, get myself to the gym. I just don't have any plans. It's it's now. also hard. I would say it's also really hard. Um, 
it's fucking hard keeping yourself motivated when it's freezing cold and out. it's freezing and i just want to lay in bed and watch downton abbey i've been watching so much downton Fuck abbey have you my, ever seen that no, show no and i never will my mom loves it so i oh know my it God. sucks emma you should you should I watch love, the show i don't know about the season finale it was it could have been better but i just nick and i her husband are gonna be i'm watching downton abbey between six and eight I love Downton Abbey. You really? don't like the show? Never seen it. Oh, you should watch it. Don't it's, like the it's, sounds of it. She loves it. I know it. it doesn't sound interesting, but when you watch it, I promise it's good. Really? Is yes. it like NPR? Because that's the other thing. No, it's like. not like NPR at really? all. There's murder and cheating and this right, and that. Right. It's like it's it's about a really like rich British family in the early 1900s yeah. and their lives versus the the people they employ who are downstairs, like the waiters and the butlers and oh, the footmen and the cooks and like how they all interact. And then it like, as time goes on, like how all things change with sure. like World War One and women's rights right. and all that stuff. Um, but it's, okay, that sounds interesting. But it's funny because Maggie Smith plays like a really old grandma, but what made me laugh is I was watching an interview with her and she's like, I had to, I, I couldn't continue with the show. She's like, my character would have been 150. It didn't make any sense. And right. I was like, that's actually really funny. Fair. That she said that. Maggie Smith's like, I've never watched an episode and I have no intention to watch an episode. I don't care about Downton Abbey. I was like, you better she work. Sounds like me. That sounds like me. <laughs> she does, but she was in it. And then I started thinking about it because my fr- Nick was talking to me, and he was like, "Well, the actors on the show, some of them didn't blow up, and some of them left the show. They didn't want to be on the show." I'm like, "Who are these actors? Yeah, that are leaving who a are show on a hit fucking TV right. show. All you want to do in life is you want to act. Right? I want to be an actor. I want to this. Now you're on the biggest show in the world, and you're like, Ugh, I only want to do it for three seasons. What else?" you have to do i'll tell you this they probably had someone in their ear being like it's like a it's like a a musical group when they're telling the one the lead to like break away they're like break away you can do better on your own you can get all these things and it's like well i don't know nick carter's solo career didn't pop off pop off so why would yours yeah nick carter oh my god i remember nick carter i remember all of like the sort of like um Solo, uh, J J C J J. What's yeah. his name? Yeah, I don't know if a lot of people were telling him to go solo, but yeah, J C. Well, he went that. solo. I remember his yeah, music video was like I not. Know. I remember it was uncomfortable. Of course, it wasn't. You're like, ah, you, you need. We need distractions in here. No offense to him. No, but, full of who gives a shit. I mean, yeah. actually, I think Joey Fatone went the right way. Where Joey's like, I'm gonna host a show, and who cares? I'm having fun, and here's my family. I made my money. I'm like. You better Good fucking work, you. Joy. I sang karaoke with him once. Well, well, so the reason I actually do, I'm like trying not to make fun of boy band guys anymore is because I got to meet, um, I got to do this thing for- I'm um, friends with Lance. West Elm with Chris uh, Chris, Capper, Chris Kilpatrick, who was in NSYNC. Chris, he, Ka- Chris- The one who had like the- The dreads. The white yeah. guy with the dreads. Uh, I used to like r- rip on him pretty hard. Well, everyone did, but he knows that. What a guy. I mean, he's a real family man now. So he- he has a kid and he's like really in love and he's like super, super nice. And when we were doing this thing for West Elm, his wife was out of town. So it was just he was just watching his son and the kid kept like coming in during the it was like a Zoom corporate thing for West. No, wait. What the fuck was it for? I forget what it was for. I was Some, like West Elm furniture. Not West Elm. It was Crate and Barrel. Something where they make really fancy like appliances and West stuff. West Elm, Crate and Barrel. Crate and Barrel makes more appliances. I think that's what it was. But his kid West kept Elm. coming in and he would be like, he, the kid be like, I'm hungry. And he'd be like, oh, like daddy's working. And how can you not like someone when you see them 
trying to like oh i hung out with lance bass and his husband years ago and we still we still chat michael he's so nice they're like the nicest people they're like fun and genuinely love each other right they just adopted two kids monsters oh really yeah and and then i sang uh karaoke with joey fatone on an uh practical impractical joke how do you look tour great yeah he looks like joey fatone right you know Look, Justin's the one that made it out of right. NSYNC and Backstreet Boys right. and 98 Degrees. Not a fan. Um, and he's just kind of a boob. Right. Couldn't agree more. But so that maybe have any of the actors that didn't do Downton Abbey again, did the, any of them pop off? I, the only one that I know that really popped, obviously Maggie Smith, she's already famous, but right. like, um, was the character who played Rose. I think she became like a really big... I think she was an, and there was a girl from Game of Thrones. Two right. of them were in Game of Thrones. So it was, I mean, yeah, of course. But I don't think like every character, just because they were in Downton sure. Abbey, was going to become like right. a huge star. But um, someone has to, if you're going to be, there's so much fucking content. If you're, if someone is going to like move you to the point where you're like, I'm going to follow this motherfucker and look them up for their acting. Like, I can only think of one instance recently where that, and, and recently, I mean, in the past like eight years, it was the girl who played. It was one of the characters from Ozark. I was like, who is this actress? She's amazing. And then I started following her. But like mm. to move like that girl is like profoundly talented. Mm-hmm. So it's like to move the needle now to like make people be like, I'll do the slightest effort of Googling. At least for me, it's they have I have to be so wowed to like follow someone. Well, I don't think Maggie Smith has Instagram, but right. she would have been the only one that I would have gone and and looked up followed it yeah because i've known her since you know hook what did you do during those three weeks so did you you just stayed I streamed in again yeah i was playing Fortnite again cooked meals i cooked, slept i've been making cooking videos that That's i'm fun. Really enjoying now did you feel any sense of relief that you had like these three weeks to be like no matter what because i wonder i was thinking about it with quarantining i was like because sometimes I'll fantasize about it, like, oh, that'd be so great. I just get to do whatever I want for 10 days in my house. Or I wonder if I was quarantining, if then I'd be like, fuck. Like, did you feel trapped or did you feel relieved? Like, I get to do what I want. There was a sense of relief because I desperately needed to rest. I was looking exhausted. Actually, I got dinner with my friend Trey in Miami, and he was like, you look so well rested. And I was like, yeah, because I've been just I burned the candle at both right. ends of the state. But right. October and November, I was in 16 cities in two months. Yeah, it's a lot. It's too much. Right, because it's also like, why pay for an apartment in New York when you're not there? But then I was bored. By the end of it, I was like sad and depressed sure. and bored. And, you know, it's like, ugh, Christmas is just such a terrible, horrible time. New Year's was fun though, because mm-hmm. Patty came over, I made us dinner, and then we watched Twilight and made fun of it. And then I hadn't been to the cellar in so long Marina Franklin texted me a picture of Keith Robinson was there and he wasn't wearing a mask. So I threw on my N95 <laughs> mask, ran down to the cellar, and I started screaming at Keith. I was like, you stupid old piece That's of shit. That's what got you out of the house? Yeah, I was like, you put on that fucking mask so you, you don't have die. to wear a mask. So in New York, the mask mandate is back. No, it's not. It is. For businesses, isn't it? Don't you have to wear it inside? I think. I is thought it? you did. I thought. I don't think so. Check. I Let think it is. It, it is in, I think it is because there's been a couple times I've like whipped into the Dwayne Reed and they're like, put a mask on. I, I think so. I think you have to, maybe, you know what? Actually, you know what? No, no. Because I was going to these certain type of meetings and we did a group vote on whether or not we would wear masks. So we can actually still decide. But at comedy clubs, you have to wear a mask when you walk in now, not when you're sitting down. It's so fucking confusing because it's like, all right, so what does sitting down necessarily do? 
So some places do mask. Okay, so mandates. it's place to place. It's not. It's not state. It's not in the city. Uh, this article sucks. It's like every store you go in re- in the at least okay. The past so there week, is a mask mandate. There is. I but it's conf- It's really confusing because I think that they did that and then they didn't and then they just re put it back in the past couple days. As we previously reported in December, New York Governor Kathy issued a mandate requiring that masks be worn in all indoor yeah. public places unless the business or venue requires proof of vaccination. For That's entry. what it is. Okay, yeah, because at so, the gym, I was just realizing I don't have to do it at the gym. That makes sense because Thank at my Jesus. gym, you don't have to wear a mask either, but everyone has to be vaccinated, otherwise right. they can't come work out at the gym. Right. Yeah. So that makes sense. Right. Or like I'll like there's been a few times where I've like whipped into a store and not had a mask and then and then I'm like <gasps> and I feel bad. Um we should probably end this yes. cuz we got another episode of record yeah. but it was such a pleasure to see you. Yes, I it, felt my heart burst when I saw you cuz I've what been a treat. so long since I've seen what you. What a treat to be in here and it's so nice to get to see you guys when we do go out and about. I Oh, where are you going to be? Let let everybody know cuz I got I've got tour dates coming up. I moved. I was supposed to be in Pennsylvania this month and also in DC and I moved those dates because they asked if I wanted to move them and I said, "Yeah." Just because I really, really was craving being in, um, being in New York. So the next time I'm going to really be on the road is in the end of February. I'll be in Philly the 25th and 26th. That's where I'll actually be doing recording an album, which was it's going to be the same material that's on the Epic set, which is going to be coming out around then too. I just wanted to also get it on serious, and then I'll be in all these dates are going to be on my website, um, com, But I will be in Rochester, March 3rd, 4th, and 5th. And then I'm also going to be... The Carlson Comedy? The Carlson. It's a good club. The uh, guy who runs it's great. Yes. I I did it like years ago. And then I'll be at the um, Albany Funny Bone with Andrew Chavon. We'll be featuring. He's super funny. Follow him on TikTok. Is Dre going to go? Dre, I don't know. Do you know Dre? I don't know. At the Albany Funny Bone. If, I haven't been there. I did the Albany Funny Bone once like 15 years ago, 20 billion years ago. If you can get her to feature for you, she's a lesbian. I have a feature, but I need a host. Uh, ask ask the okay. club about Dre. So lesbian? Yes. Funny, funny, funny. No, funny, I can't funny. have any man. Does she do any man hating? I don't think so. Okay, because I don't like it. If I do it, I've noticed like with features and hosts, like I really don't want anyone like hating on anyone too much. Do you know what I mean? Not that that was totally me stereotyping that someone would be. I'm sure she's not. A straight woman could be hating on men too, because anyone could. But I like I've had that, and I'm like, oh no 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 no. I like to keep it friendly. Got it. Well, but she, other she's than that, great. I don't care what a f- host or Ooh. feature says. Truly, like they can do crowd work, whatever. I don't. I can give a shit. But um, uh, I had. Well, tell the story on the other one. That's a good story. But so yeah, I'll be in, and then I'll be in Albany Funny Bone, and then I'll be in um, Michigan uh, in April. But I'll promote that as it gets closer to it. January twenty first and twenty third, I'll be at the Houston Improv. Oh, on January, Houston will be great. January twenty seventh and 29th, I'll be at the Comedy Works in Denver downtown. And then February seventeenth in New York, I am after three long years bringing back my Bonsoir show where I sing with Henry Kapersky. Oh, great! February twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. My Seattle show is sold out. Great! But I've never we, been we, to Seattle in my entire life. We added two more. Okay, so great. February twenty fifth and twenty sixth, and then Laugh Boston is selling out March fourth and fifth. So you have to get it now. My week in London is almost sold out. That's great. So if you're a UK listener, get your tickets now at MateoLaneComedy.com. Where do you perform in London? The Soho Theater. Nice. It's great. I love it. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. 
Scarpins Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.